I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they tried to Welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. As always, we have authors of 111 places in Vancouver that you must not miss, Graham Menzies and Dave Dorigy. And I'll throw it over to you guys to tell us what we're going to talk about and learn about today. Well, Mike, we're going to talk about the Harry Jerome statue, which is a bronze statue along the seawall along the uh, Coal Harbor part of the seawall in Stanley Park. And um, again, um, many of our listeners might have passed this statue hundreds of times or hundreds of people have passed it, thousands. And, you know, that's Harry Jerome. But what do you know about Harry Jerome? Who was he? And what significance of the statue? So it's um, it's in our book, 111 Places in Vancouver That You Must Not Miss. And now Graham and I and you, Mike, We'll have a chance, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes just to talk a bit more more about it, give you more facts than we could in the book. Okay. Sounds good. And it is, is it just past the it's very close club? to the nine o'clock gun. Nine o'clock gun. Nine o'clock yeah. gun and Dead yeah. Man's Island, which is in Dead the book. Dead Man's too. Island, that's yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kind of in between those two, right? Yeah. In between yeah. Dead Man's Island and the nine o'clock gun. And mm-hmm. I guess with the book, sometimes you, you know, you can just talk about the statue or use it to talk about. I, I wrote that chapter and used it to talk about the running community in Vancouver. And Mike used to work for the uh, Vancouver International Marathon Society. Mm-hmm. And you were the director of sponsorship there, the manager of sponsorship. But, um, sure. you know, would you agree with me? Vancouver has a very healthy and vibrant running community. It does. It, yeah. And especially especially in that area, especially like around Stanley Park and the Harry Drum's name comes up a lot for sure. I think there's mm-hmm. running clubs and running yes names after track meets, meets, Jerome, yeah. uh, national track meets yeah and um you know you've got two events in vancouver you've got the vancouver bmo international marathon that attracts 17 or eighteen thousand people for the full and the half marathon and then the sun run which is which was the largest time 10k run in north america so so it, it's a running city you know and and vancouver stanley park what an amazing run you know and anybody that's run around the seawall will run past the Harry Jerome statue. They may or may not take the time to read the plaque. They may or may not really know who he is. But um, let me ask both of you, uh, I'll ask Graham first, who's the most famous 100-meter sprinter in the world? Who do you think holds the records for a 100-meter run? Uh, well, I don't know who holds the record. I mean, what did... Uh... Was it Ben Johnson? Yes, Ben Johnson's a famous Canadian. That, Did he um, have it at, at the record at one point? But then he had it taken away from him because of uh, steroids. Right. I know I Donovan know. Bailey. Donovan Bailey, good guess. Okay. But um, I'm, I'm just want to take one more guess because you're both real close. Oof. Wait, no. are we are we guessing who who's the current? Well, yeah, yeah, he is. He happens to be the current, and I think he's the most famous. But uh, obviously, he's not. If you guys can't recognize his, you know, I mean, I just just a name that to me, he's got such a wacko name that sounds like. Ooh. Ooh. I'm curious now. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait. Usain Bolt. Mm. Oh, okay. Like if you're a yeah, 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 for a, for yeah, a Hollywood movie, and you want to, you want to yeah, yeah. get a good-looking, yeah. tall, strapping, handsome young man. And make up a name, and he's going to be the fastest runner in the world. Bolt. Let's call him Usain Bolt. Yeah, you yeah. can't make he's that. Quite, he's quite eccentric. Bolt's a great name, though, for like a fast runner, like a lightning bolt, right? Yeah. What a great name! And he, yes. um, he's Jamaican, right? Yes, he is Jamaican. Yeah. And uh, Harry Jerome, um, his he was born in uh, in Prince 
Albert Saskatchewan. But I, I'm trying to um, figure out where his parents came from because they were immigrants. And I want to say Jamaica, but I, but I might be wrong. But Usain Bolt, uh, the world record was made in 2009. Like, it's got to be the most basic sport. You, you measure <laughs> us. Like, what, what is simpler than this? Start here and there. How far is it? It's 100 meters. We're yeah. gonna, the gun goes off. We're all going to run there. The person who gets their first wins. And um, to me, it's the... I think it's the glamour event of the Summer Olympics. I mean, I remember going in to the Olympics in London, and I'm more of a Winter Olympics guy, but, you know, the 100-meter sprint is one that is kind of like the gold medal hockey game at the Winter Olympics. It's a big deal. Yeah. And the fastest man in the world with a time of um, 100 meters that he ran in 9.58 seconds. Now, Graham runs a lot. How, how long do you think it would take you to run that, that 100 meters? <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who did it in, in, in nine seconds? Usain Bolt in 2009 Bolt? holds the world record for 100 meters in 9.58 seconds. 9.58. So do you yeah. know what Jerome's was? Yeah. What is it? Fast, fastest man in the world. This, this is what and is this would have been 40 years earlier, right? Oh, was he like was the, the record holder? 1959. 1959. You know, we, there's only going to be one fastest man in the world. And, uh, you know, some guy born in uh, Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, named Harry mm -hmm. Jerome, and he did it in 10 seconds flat. But at that time... So you're talking about half a second difference. Over 40 over years. Which is, a, which is like... 40, 50 years. It doesn't sound like much, but half a second is like a, a huge amount of time when you're talking about 10 seconds. You know, yeah. the difference between 10 seconds and 9.58 is 4.2... Well, well, I guess... 42 one hundredths of a second, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So Harry Jerome was like this amazing runner. And you can go through his accomplishments, and they're mainly Commonwealth, Pan American gold medals. And he overcame adversarial conditions where he pulled a muscle. 59, he ties the world record for the 100 meters. He doesn't, he doesn't break it. He ties it. Somebody else held it. At 100 meters, easy to remember, 100 meters, 10 seconds flat. Mind you, back then, they didn't, they didn't measure one one hundredth of a second. He was 10 mm. seconds even, but they would have gone to 10.1, 10.2. But Hussein Bolt was 9.58. And right. now I wouldn't be surprised if they're not measuring it in one one thousandth of a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they probably are. And that's, that's the funny thing that you were saying, Dave. It's like that's the 100 meter sprint is like the big event. It's so built up. Everyone watches it. And it's over in nine and a half seconds. Right. But it's the glamour event. Yeah. So this guy, you know, from a small town, and it's funny, we were just talking about uh, Jack Poole coming from Saskatchewan and Jack Poole Plaza, Harry Jerome. And uh, he's the promising athlete to go on and win the, uh, the 1960 Olympics in Rome. Competes there and out of the starting gate, pulls a muscle. And then competes again in 64 and Mexico City in 68. And he has an awful lot of accomplishments to his name. If you look him up, you Google Harry Jerome, Commonwealth Games, Pan American Games, World Track and Field, bronze medals, gold medals. He was a huge Canadian sprinter. And at one time, he was the Usain Bolt of 1959-1960, the, the fastest man in the world. We tied the yeah. record for us. Yeah, I but nobody, but nobody remembers him or nobody. But he was only like uh, 18, 19 years old at the time. That's right. Yeah. So he was, um, he started off, Get uh, this is another interesting thing about him. He started off where all prominent North American runners 
with any promise we'll go through. And that's the University of Oregon and Eugene. Tracktown, mm-hmm. USA. A guy named Bill Bowerman was the coach that started the program. Yeah. Got a scholarship there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Bowerman then goes on to become partners with Phil Knight, and they start a company called Nike. So there's all this really interesting stuff. Bill Bowerman, the co-founder of Nike, coached Terry Jerome in the 1950s. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Wow. So then he comes back to work for the Richmond School Board as a teacher and the Vancouver School Board. He went from being the like, like the fastest man guess- in the world to just being a teacher? Well, I guess I don't want to say just being a teacher, but... <laughs> I guess back then sponsorship. Yeah, those days yeah. you didn't get Nike didn't have the money that it does then that is it that it does today. Yeah. Right? Like a you you weren't on the athlete yeah, you weren't on the Wheaties box or anything like selling that. Gatorade or yeah yeah and then Pierre Trudeau taps him on the shoulder and says we got this thing called sports in Canada and we're going to develop a ministry of sports and I thought he became the minister of sport but he didn't but he became very involved with the developments of athletes in Canada through a federal government program, the, the, the federal government ministry of sport. And he was one of the founding um, architects um, of that, you know, so between his rising from a small town in Saskatchewan, being the fastest man in the world, working, you know, being a, a just a rank and file worker with the Richmond school board, the Vancouver school board, and being a, you know, a true promoter promoter of, of, of running and going to the University of Eugene where all runners went through. I, I find his story very, very um, interesting. Yeah. I got, another, interesting. I got another little bit here for you, Dave. I don't know if you, if you covered this in your research, but um, do you know that he also had the 220-yard dash record? I, I didn't know that. No. He did. And do you know who he, he took it away from? Percy Williams. Yep. Also from, also from Vancouver. Yeah. So who yeah. knew, like, Vancouver has this, uh, you know, there was a, a couple of Vancouverites who were incredibly fast runners and uh, great uh, Olympians. It's a very interesting uh, sort of legacy and a story. And, and one of the really, really sad reasons that we might not know that much about him is because he died at the age of um, 42 of a brain aneurysm. He died at four. I mean, he must be mm. he'd been an incredibly fit man. To be able to achieve all of these athletic, you know, incredible yeah. uh, milestones and feats, and must have been the peak of his fitness. And he died of a uh, of a brain aneurysm, you know, which is one of those things that could kind of happen to anybody. One of those, I don't want to say a freak accident, but a brain aneurysm is just a weird thing to happen to somebody with no warning. And how sad that um, that he died. He was he was given the Order of Canada, the Federal Ministry of Sport. He he won the uh, Premier Sport Award Program Award. Um, he's recognized in the Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, he's a really important part of sport development in Canada. And Graham, this bronze statue mm-hmm. in Stanley Park is made by. Remember, we were talking about this the yeah. other day. Yeah, Jack, Jack Harmon. Harmon. Jack Harmon. Yeah, and that's just the other thing I wanted to sort of add to this story is that. Uh, there's the whole Harry Jerome story, but then there's also the, uh, the 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 statue itself as a work of art. I think is I gotta say that it would be the top I don't know three top six sculptures in the city of Vancouver. It's really a stunning uh, work of art, and it's done by Jack Harmon, who's uh, uh, well recognized. British Columbia uh, sculptor. Um, he's done uh, bronzes of the Queen uh, on on our horse that's in Ottawa. He did Peacekeeper uh, sculpture that's also 
in Ottawa. He did, I don't know, he said three or four different uh, sculptures at UBC. He's got sculptures, uh, notable sculptures all over the place. But this one, I would say, has got to be one of his best. And it's not just a stunning uh, sculpture on its own. But one of the other things I really like about it is if you're on the seawall, if you're on the, the bike path or the walking path and you're looking at the sculpture, Behind it is the water and the skyline the city, yeah. of the city. And it's just such a spectacular it's view. A, I mean, it's it's got to be one of the places that you have to photograph if you're into photography. That's, if you're, yeah, that was going to be my a, next thing. It's like, I feel, yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of like tourist photos or just like kind of. It's got to be one of the most photographed yeah, places in Vancouver. For sure. I have to think so. Yeah. Which is funny I because I'm sure people have no idea what the statue is about. But yeah, just like you were saying, it's just a very picturesque place. Yeah, uh, and it it's just, a breathtaking sculpture, and the way that his arms are—I think his arms are behind his back—is yeah. just yeah. about to complete a hundred meter race. He almost looks like the Rolls Royce. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, he does. He right looks there. like yeah, the yeah, but, but yeah. he's leaning forward like he's about to fall over his arm. You, you can just get the sense of speed, the yeah. sense of giving it all you got, and this this sculptor Harmon, who also was the sculptor of the Menzies sculptor. That's right. right. The, the yes. Menzies, yeah, yeah. Archibald Menzies, relative yeah. of yours, yeah. In Van, and Dusen Van Dusen Gardens. Gardens, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that in another episode. Ooh. But Harmon uh, was a famous sculptor from British Columbia that that did several sculptures in Western sculpt sculptures sculpt pieces of art in Western Canada. Yeah. And this one at Stanley Park of uh, Harry Jerome is stunning. It's a breathtaking piece of art, and um, you know he was a remarkable. World world class athlete, the fastest man in the world, tying the record, running uh, 100 meters in 10 seconds flat, and now Usain Bolt, you know, is the the hero we all know. I'm sure the statues of Usain Bolt, and I hate to say it, I wonder if they'll kind of be forgotten 10, 30, 50 years from now. You know, some some young person will walk by the Usain Bolt sculptor, go, who's he? You know, or, or will his fame be more enduring because of um, yeah. mass media? I don't know, but yeah. Harry Jerome should be more famous than he is. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I said, I didn't. I had no idea that he. I knew the name. I'd been involved in running. I didn't really know. I had no idea that he'd actually. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't no really know much about him either until started researching this story. And I, I knew he was famous and had a lot to do with running, but how sad that we lost him so early and um, what, a, what a great contribution he's made to prevent the Vancouver running scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any final thoughts? I have a final thought for you. It's a tip. My tip is to go online, go to smugmug.com and search for Stanley Park treasure hunt. And you, with any luck, you will find some images that uh, are taken of some people who did a little uh, walking tour around Stanley Park and visited a number of the places uh, that we've included in our book. And uh, one of them, of course, is the uh, Harry Jerome statue. So if you don't know what it looks like, you could try uh, Googling that or searching that and see if uh, what you see there, maybe find some inspiration of some other places that you might want to go. And Dave, I don't know if there's anything more you want to add to that. Nope. No, I think that's a, that's a good tip. And uh, you know, the, the, the world, the world's most beautiful run is the Stanley park seawall. If you, if you do it so that the Harry, it's a 10 K run to get from, if you start like at the uh, park sport office near English Bay and run all the way around back there, it's about 9.5. And if you do it in the direction that I'm talking about, I don't know if it's clockwise or counterclockwise, but save the Harry Jerome statue to mile kilometer seven or eight to inspire you. And just as you're getting tired, you can look up and see him kind of trying to cross the finish line and that'll push you on for the last two or three K. There you go. 
That's the tips. Final tips. So head over to uh, head over to Stanley Park. There's obviously lots of things you can see in Stanley Park. We have previous episodes about things that you will see. We have future episodes on things that I'm sure you can see in Stanley Park. But uh, make sure if you are in Stanley Park to head over, check out the Harry Jerome statue. Like Graham mentioned, it is just a stunning view. You can get some great pictures of the city. And it's just a kind of cool place to go check out. And uh, what is it? Smugmug? Head over to Smugmug. Smugmug.com. Smugmug.com. Search for Stanley Park treasure hunt. And do a treasure hunt <laughs> over there. So, uh, but make sure, as always, I'm going to say this a million times, come back next week to check out more things in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss because we will keep coming back and we will keep telling you more. So make sure you get you guys all keep coming back uh, to keep listening because you guys keep us going. So thanks very much. We'll see you next time. Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February 61 and from the 10th of February through till May it rained and poured all night and day. The more they try to keep you down, the better I live in this here town and the more they try to grind you down.